Hi everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, and this is Connor. Hey guys. We're going to talk about Better Call Saul, Season 2, Episode 8. It's called Fifi. And uh, full spoilers, as always, for reviews on this show. That was a good five-minute sequence at the start. Focus, <sighs> focusing on this guy taking this truck from Mexico into the US. What a gorgeous shot. Yeah, it was a lot of good stuff. Everything about it was filmed really well. Honestly, <laughs> my, well, I have one mild complaint is that I don't really feel like they capitalise on this yet, but I'm sure that will next week. I'm, yeah, it was a bit of a, a Mike Light episode, so to yeah. speak. I'm, I'm sure the setup of the truck is going to be capitalised on, so that's not really a major complaint. It's just, you know, yeah. you spent five minutes on it and then nothing really happened with it and sort of seen it, you know, uh, casually at one point. <laughs> my real complaint, funnily enough, is that how how was the? I'm going to say this in two ways. One for the Americans, which is the unnatural way for me. But uh, the ice lolly, aka the popsicle, if you're an American, mm. they're just in boxes. Like, how, did they not need to be cooled? Was the truck itself the, cooled? The, the truck was cooled. You could see when he opened ah, the door, okay. the, the the fog came out like the mist. Because he pulled it, he pulled it out and just started eating. I'm like. Why is that not melted? Uh, fair enough. If the truck was cooled itself, yeah. No, at one point, yeah. when he when he opens it and it right, the, fine. It, it rolls out, you can see that. But legit, my mum complaint was that I thought that should have been melted. <laughs> that was my complaint. Well, they, they they clearly have perfected a way of transporting these. Yes, they have. Yes. Uh, you, you you know common sense dictates. That well, no, no, no. I just I just thought it'd be more obvious. Like there'd be freezers in the truck, like ice boxes. Yeah, ice boxes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Nah, it must be just massive cooling for the ah, truck. That's, that's fair play. Fair play. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Very more efficient, to be honest. It, it, you know, it is. You know what? I just was not aware of the advancements in cooling technology. We've come a long way as a species. We have. We have. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, as fun as all that was, uh, that's obviously just a set up for later on. Although... I was conflicted at the end because Mike's, you know, we find out the hose he's making is like a trap for a vehicle. Yeah, as soon as he says, oh, it's for the plants, it's like, no, it's fucking not. Uh, it's like it's like tyre track. Not tyre tracks, but you know what I mean? It's got uh, the, the track for the tyres, you know, to burst them. Yeah. And um, I was like, right. Because my, my initial thought was, oh, it's for Salamanca's car, but I thought, well, maybe it's for the truck because he's, he's seen the truck. Maybe yeah. he's going to do something with the truck. And we spent so long at the start setting up the truck that if it makes sense that the episode's bookended with those two things relating to each other. Do you know uh, You know where the truck stops off and he goes to the drop point and picks up the gun? Mm -hmm. Is that the same drop point we saw in Breaking Bad? It rem I, I'm not sure it's the exact same one, but I think it's one of the ones where, so, uh, where Mike took um, Jesse. Possibly. It feels. I feel like you know when he lifts off the rock and the box underneath. Maybe. That that looked really familiar. Like I've seen that in Breaking Bad, but maybe it's just a similar style one. I don't recall. I mean, it's just sort of deserty looking place. Yeah, it looks it's, the, it's the way he lift, it's the way he lifts the rock off and the boxes underneath. But I mean, if Saul like follows that truck in the next episode and finds that place, then it stands to reason that it's the place he knows. So, mm. uh, maybe. I really can't remember. You're asking me to remember if I recognise that spot. Okay, because I, th not... I think uh, I think Mike takes Jesse there when he's doing runs for Gus. Right. Okay. And you know when he's like trying to train train him essentially. Mm. I think. Uh, ah, yeah, on, yeah, I remember now. I yeah. feel like it's one of those spots that they go to. Ah, you may be right. 
good memory if so yeah but uh no uh, so that's make side of things very very simple he's just he's still watching and he's making his trap for the vehicle obviously basically that... half the shots of mike were him sat in the car watching things yeah it was <laughs> uh, it was kind of a theme for this episode was him just sitting watching things uh the other half of things of course was uh kim trying to keep a hold of the mercedes uh case the banking uh client that she wants and she's all happy J- jimmy and her have found her office which is an old dentist office which obviously i, I feel like it was so perfect the way it's he tells her how it's this mirror they're identical uh, but they're just opposite and it's the it's just the perfect metaphor for them these two people trying to go and do this lawyers but just in complete opposite ways yeah i also for some reason moving into an old dentist office felt very salt to me yeah it just it feels like exactly the sort of thing that he would do not that there's anything yeah. wrong with it but it just it feels like him you know there was no yeah. nail salons available so dentist next best thing yeah dentist yeah, yeah. two places i don't like going <laughs> not that i've ever been any else salon <laughs> i mean i was just about to say that <laughs> i don't even know where one is to be honest and the vicinity i, I do just because i walk past them you just walk past yeah you walk past it honestly i probably walk past them. i think they're all mixed with hairdressers though so i just usually i'll see it and say that's a hairdresser rather than thinking yeah uh, there's a couple of specific ones that i know of just from yeah, uh, not not my area of expertise no i can't say i've ever walked into one nah nah very few reasons that either of us ever would either we'd know someone who works there so we're meeting them there or hey i might get my nails done if i had any after i finished you know biting them <laughs> you're not the target customer for an episode i'm really not <laughs> um all right well, we're getting away off track here the stuff yeah. happened yeah so she thinks she's got the message about it and as soon as she said the contract's not written yet but I feel great about it I'm like okay it's, it's, it's not going bad it's yeah. not happening and then Chuck just has to go in and as soon as he realised Jimmy's involved yeah he had to go in and ruin it and it's like he's technically in the right always but it's in that really annoying way where he's using the right to be the dick yeah you know like He's just, he's not doing it. He's hes using the right side of the rules, but he's not doing it for the right reasons. Yes. yes. He's doing it just to get back at Jimmy rather than to let Kim do something good. It's not for the sake of saving the client for his firm. To quote another fantastic show, what Jimmy did was wrong, but Chuck was a dick and sometimes that matters more. Yes. If you if you do not watch Mr. Robot, season one was last year. Season two is coming up this year. I won't spoil a damn thing. Watch Mr. Robot; it's yeah. fantastic. If, if you if you haven't watched it, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go and watch it. Go watch Mr. Robot. It is fantastic. That show, um, and I, I know you'll see the USA Network logo and you'll think, "Oh my god, this can't be good." No, trust me, it's good. <laughs> we we were as shocked as you. Yeah, um, but no, um, so. And I thought that scene was good, like uh, Chuck, Chuck talking them into it. I thought was was pretty, very clever, a very clever way of doing it. Um, and then Chuck collapsing at the end because he's like, but it just shows it's like a, it's such a character thing. It shows you how much pain he's willing to put himself through, even though we think it's all phantom. 
Even, like, even if it is, yeah. he still feels the pain. Yeah, he, he believes it though, so he's wanting to put himself through all of it to do this. It's just, oh man, such a dick mm. move. Such a dick move. Um, yeah, my, my favourite shot visually of the episode was uh, it was in his, uh, his house with him and Hamlin. Mm. And they like stood on opposite sides of the room and the light's just coming in the window. Mm. It's just like, oh, that looks so good. Yeah. I used to love shooting scenes like that when I was shooting stuff because it was less lights. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's purely on laziness. I mean, I would never compromise a shot out of laziness, but if the shot itself lends itself to the laziness, then it's, it's like, oh, yeah. Like it's like an added bonus. Yeah, isn't it's it? like, oh man, what a win. What a yeah. win. Um, if you can do everything in one take, fantastic. Right, next scene. Um, but no, I really like that stuff. I really liked. Um, I'm not actually sure why Jimmy's making a commercial with the old guy right now, are we? Uh, not entirely. I imagine it's just for his law firm. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it's too. But we're not entirely sure. That was a funny scene. It was kind of on its own, separate from everything else, all on the fact that you get called at the end. But yeah, I really liked how he called the guy Fudge. But mm. the whole thing is, he always fudges the rules a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's clever. Yeah. Also, the uh, the camera guy's face when the old guy said that he was arrested for public <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> it was pretty good. That was gold. Uh, dear. I, I really like when he interrupted them as well. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some fun fun stuff. Um, but that's that's what the big thing that really happened though. Um, towards the end is Jimmy or Saul gets the opportunity to try and mess things up for Chuck and HHM and hopefully revert the clients back to Kim because doctors or corrupts the uh, the files that they've given him and uh, all he does is change his two numbers the order two numbers but man yeah but he doesn't look multiple he, no, he does it on every document, yeah. so it all lines up, but so that it's always the same two numbers that are wrong. Yeah. And, uh... It, it's funny, it's, it's kind of that thing with these TV shows where you've got a sort of anti-hero, where you're kind of rooting for him, even though you know that what he's doing is wrong. It's we, worse when we know where he ends up as well. Like, yeah. It's we, no matter how much we root for him, he can't become the good guy, essentially. But at the same time, you kind of on his side, like, you get it, like, Chuck fucked her over, and he wants to just at all. It. But the thing is, I'm watching, I go, is this the thing that ruins his relationship with Kim? Is is this the thing? Yeah, but let's be fair, though, you're going to say that every single week until it happens. You are, and that's the annoying <laughs> thing, it's like, I don't know what, it, it's, you're just waiting for it at this point, it's like, is this uh, yeah. it? Every time. I'm not there yet. I don't think we're there yet. I think... It wouldn't shock me if he's smart enough to not tell her about this. It, don't get me wrong, it wouldn't shock me if he does, he does blab. But I think, <laughs> given how she's reacted to the last few times... He's, he's, he's maybe seems, learning. Yeah, he's maybe... Because well, we've seen that he's learned with other things. Like, when last week or the week before, when he, he flat out just sort of stops himself and says, No, nah, like, I'm colourful. I'm always going to be colourful, because that's who I... Like, he yeah. realises he, he shouldn't lie to her. And, well, well, this would be lying. This would be lying to... Because he knows what the reaction will be if he tells her the truth. It's very true. But because all he just all he theoretically needs to do now is let the fallout happen. 
Yeah, and just blame it on Chuck in his illness, mistyping, mis-writing. Yeah. He doesn't have to blame it on anything. All, all that needs to happen is that they're going to mess up a bunch of stuff. The bank guy is going to come in and be like, you're incompetent. You know, you gave me this speech and this song and dance about experience and, you know... Age uh, is showing through after all. Reliance and all that, and you messed up at the first hurdle. No, bye. You know, mm. he just has to wait for that to happen. That's that's all. Because the guy was still quite sold on Kim. He just got talked out of her. So it, it was the girl who was especially sold on Kim yeah. as well. So, but if they fuck up, they're immediately going to go. Well, wait a minute. We really like the idea of her. Yeah. So, um, the plan's solid. Whether or not it goes through is another thing. With Saul, it's really hard to predict. I feel like it might go through all to plan. I feel like, and I could be completely wrong here, they could put him in a worse place at the end of the season. We've got two episodes left, but part of me feels like they might end this on a, at least for Saul and Kim, like a happier note, or a, we're mm. set up and business is going to start really going next season, and we're going to get a season of them actually operating like this, and then it's going to completely fall apart at the end of it next season. It could do. The the thing with with Saul is that his plans, while sketchy, they always seem to work mm. in the short term. Yeah. So I feel like you're right. It probably will work, but it's it's what will happen later. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could be completely wrong, and this could completely fall apart in the next two episodes, and it could. But <laughs> anything same, goes at this show. Yeah, but at the same time, I my my inkling though is that whoever whatever goes down, it'll kind of work out, and we'll get most of season three will be them actually operating as like side by side. That, that that's the logical way that it would happen. But hey, this show surprises me quite a bit, yeah. so why not? I mean, yeah. But this whole thing led to one of my my favourite moments actually, which is when he he comes back to Chuck the next morning after all mm. that, and uh, Chuck says, "You know, I'd do the same for you," and he actually looks really guilty. He does. He looks guilty. I like that but moment. The, but then the thing is, it's like, but would he do the same for him? That I, I don't... think. No, I thought I, I I think he might like. I think when it comes to law and all that stuff, Chuck is such a dick and he's so, like... like. But I think when it comes to just taking care of each other and making sure he's, like, healthy and getting him out of trouble and stuff, I think when it comes to that, he is on point. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not sure anymore. I feel like he was. You know, when we saw in season one him go and help Jimmy before he was a lawyer mm. and he, like, got him out of that situation and that kind of set him on this path. So obviously he was willing to help him back then. But now I'm just wondering, would you still do that after everything? I asked what makes this show so interesting, though, is the characters have this much depth that we can sit and argue, would he or wouldn't he? Yeah, and uh, we could be here all night, because there is no right answer. And there's evidence to support both, so it's, yeah. you know... Characters with layers and characters with depth is a winning formula. Hi, Kat. Um, so, no, that's this week's Saul. Um... I've been really enjoying this season. I, th- I think some people are probably disappointed that it's not as uh, action-packed, I guess. With, I feel like, like they'll get their kick from that with the, the mic stuff coming up. Po- possibly, the... but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. How Season 1 started with like Saul getting taken out into the desert and like Tuco had his gun to his head and all that. And like I feel like some people may be disappointed that that sort of th- thriller sort of uh It has territory. taken a turn more towards the law side of things. Um, and I'm completely okay with that because it's been doing it flawlessly, um, and I have no doubt. I have no doubt that all that stuff will make a return. But I'm someone who's always loved both sides of things, and I, I was the same in Breaking Bad. A lot of people think season two of Breaking Bad's boring as hell, and it gets good at the end. 
and I am someone who disagrees with that. I really like season two. It's not. Just, don't get me wrong. Season three is yeah, but gold. But I I think season one's the weakest for Breaking Bad personally. It probably is. Um, I'd really have to sit there and think about where I'd put it. Yeah. I would maybe argue the first half of season five because they split it in two. Uh, yeah. If you, if you count that as a separate thing, then yeah. probably. Because but as a whole? As a whole, no, because the second half of season five is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and it's not the first half of season five is bad. It's just... It's just uh, waiting to get to this yeah, end point. Yeah, yeah kinda, no, I know what you mean. Um, my favourite part of the show, though, is probably the third season. Three to four, yeah. Season three, uh, last half of season five, and I really, although the episode that sold me on Breaking Bad was episode three of season one, it was the uh, scene with the plate, and they had they had uh, what's his name down in the basement. Yeah, um, Crazy Eight. Yeah, I think that was that was him. Um, that 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 scene's. I mean, I liked it already, but that scene sold me on the show. That was when I was like, oh my god, this is fucking like the the filmmaking going on here is. Yeah quality um and we'll start talking about breaking bad uh which we'll need to, we'll need to do like a breaking bad retrospective at one point uh, I, feel, I think i think it's inevitable that we're gonna uh, talk about it at points with this show but i feel like one one day we're gonna have to rewatch the whole thing and do a, a retrospective special mm. or something but no so that's <laughs> better call Saul season two episode eight um two episodes left